Hello there. So the next review I've got in the Survivor Series review series is um, Survivor Series 1998, which was the Deadly Game Tournament. Yeah, had the groovy song as well. It's the Deadly Game. So yeah, it was the one night tournament to crown new WWE champion after stuff had happened earlier on in the year. So yeah, so. Let's get going with this. Well, one of the things is like, the first match of the show is like Mankind versus a mystery opponent. Mankind was being handpicked by Vince McMahon to be the, the corporate champion, or at least it seemed that way as the storyline was going. And uh, uh, Vince does his great, grandiose promo, putting over like, this is going to be some amazing, fantastic person that comes out. That's it, it's Dwayne Gill, who would later go on, go on to become Gill Bunny. I think he even subtly buried WCW as well when he was talking about it. Apparently this guy used to be in the WWF and then went to WCW and he said, well, he went to uh, go on and seek competition more on his level. Well, yeah, yeah, so that's where he's gonna <laughs> It was so good. And when he came out, and he had his like, little pyro and it all exploded, and he got, he, he got scared of it. That's when he came out as well. You went in, had a match that lasted two minutes. You know, this is one of these things that the smarts would hate this. And you're just like, you know, we want a big opening 15 minute match. It's like, oh, well, here you go. But no, this, this was perfect for the start of the show. And everything, and the overall story it would tell. After this, Alstor versus Jeff Jarrett. Alstor wins within a few minutes. Yeah, fine. That's just fine. There you go. It is what it is. After this, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Big Boss Man. Uh, yeah, I, I think decent enough match. Goes a few minutes, and uh, Boss Man gets his qualifying because he starts using the nightstick on Austin. Basically, a whereabout in the. In the Ben's backstage is loving this, he's thinking this is all great. He's got, he's got Austin basically beat down for the whole night. Later on we'll see how this all pans out, but then after this you've got uh, X-Pac versus William Regal. William Regal, and, and at this point in time, I, I think he was still Stephen Regal this time, but comes out with that, He's a man, such a man, so, I know what they mean. He's the real man's man, thanks to you, know, at this point. But, uh, yeah, uh, this, I think this goes in a, a, a double countdown. Which basically means the winner of this was meant to face Austin, which basically means Austin gets a buy. Which, which kind of fucks McMahon's plans over. <laughs> because they go backstage and he's. Go on and shit about it. So this, so this was a good little link on the storytelling, the little twists and turns that go throughout the night. This was really great, really well done. Up next, it was meant to be The Rock versus Triple H at this point in the, at this point in the, the first round of the competition, but Triple H was injured, but Patterson and Briscoe come out to the DX music, doing the DX stuff. The Stooges were amazing, they were just awesome. And they said, oh, Here's the big boss man as a replacement, which is kind of convenient because they were trying to skip. The storyline was they were trying to screw the rock over at this point in time, but oh, there you go. But <laughs> boss man comes in, gets beaten four seconds to the rock. So <laughs> it 
times in the Y, the war just in the comments, let's go down here. So, hey, there you go. So, we go to the quarterfinals now. Under Poker King is the, quarter, the first match of the quarterfinals. They get a bye because they, because of what happened with Austin at Judgment Day a month earlier when Austin was the referee, didn't play the new champion when it was between Undertaker and King. So, let me come here, have a match here. Uh, really good match, thoroughly uh, enjoyable actually. I, again, nice little attention to detail. Undertaker, Tombstone's Kane. Uh, Paul Bear actually holds Kane's foot down under, uh, so he doesn't kick it because Kane was like kicking it left, right, and center to Undertaker's Tombstone at <laughs> WrestleMania 14 earlier. But nice little attention to detail that actually did that. Undertaker advances to the same finals. Next match, Frankie and Al Snow. Actually, worked well. This actually was quite a good little match, you know, because Frankie and Al actually did have uh, history together, so the fact that they would actually go ahead here. And that, there's a lot of things, there are a lot of things that are detailed, like Frankie was missing Mr. Franco, but Soccer was apparently tied to. Al Snow's head. Yeah, uh, not his actual head, but head, as in pretty brown thing. Nice little attention to detail once he sees it. He goes to age it, and then uh, Mankind ends up winning. There we go, we've got a history together. Yeah. There you have it. A reason for this match to happen. Good little match. After this, Rock vs. Ken Sherlock. And as I mentioned in the last review, it's the Fagger Series 87. In 97 and 98, Rock and Shamrock did have quite a lot of matches together, whether it be in tags or you know, in singles. And it, it always worked pretty well. It always worked pretty well. I think, but by this point in time, I think we Rock was going back time one way, and Shamrock was always going to be the mid carder, and Rock was always going to be the mega star that would be cool. But again, the finish of this match, brilliant. You've got one boss man, shuts in the next step behind the referee's back, walked into the center, hits Shamrock, wins it. <laughs> this was a great finish because it was tying in. It, it, it seemed to be like the boss man was always fucking up, but Rock was, actually, uh, Rock was going through as part of the plan as we would all find it. So, yeah, really good stuff here for our opinion. Uh, so, um, earlier as well, you've got uh, Sable. Sable wins the women's title in some other match. Erwin, right, it's quite decent, but there you go, it is what it is. So, we get to the semi finals of the, the show. You've got uh, Stone Cold vs. Mankind in the first semi final. Great match, thoroughly entertaining. This is where things get really interesting and get to the end. <laughs> Because Vince is in a wheelchair at this point, but Stone Cold, Star Mankind, is getting the pin on the, the pin on there. And he jumps right up and pulls the referee out. You get one of the great commentary moments where JR and JL are when JL is like, He's healed! And JR is like, He's healed, ass! <laughs> so it's fucking amazing. That's a, that's bizarre. And then there's also a sh so shenanigans as well. Uh, Shane, Shane McMahon comes out, I think that 
made to count to three, but he doesn't. He, he gives Austin the fingers because that was the whole thing about Stunkley getting fired from Judgment Day, the, the month earlier. Shane was the referee. It was uh, meant to be a referee at this point, but you know, oh well. It turns out he was in the old plot all along. Oh well, here you have it. And then eventually the, the Stooges all get involved. Austin gets hit with a chair, Mankind gets the pin, Mankind's in the final. So it looks like the, the, the corporate chosen champion, as as it stands at this point, is on his, his title, so there you go. Uh, Stinko goes about chasing like, uh, driving up traffic for them. There you have it. And the next day, the final, Rock versus Undertaker. Really good match, really entertaining here. But then you've got Kane comes in. Everyone thinks, oh, he's coming to beat up the rock. No, he actually, he's, he's going for Undertaker. No, he just choke slams the rock right in front of the referee, and the referee just disqualifies the Undertaker there. So it's a way of protecting the Undertaker as well. So you don't want him getting to the final, but you don't want him getting pinned or anything. Actually, protecting him really well here. Rock, 20 dices. There's a Triple threat tag match later on, uh, just after this, New uh, Jack Oz versus a couple of other teams. New Jack Oz win, is what it is. But you then come to the final, Rock versus Mankind. The final itself, great match, finally entertaining, really excellent, really exciting stuff, and the finish is brilliantly done. It's so, it is very telling. Uh, the Rock comes to Vince and Shane at ringside. And it gives the eye right. You sort of know, oh well, there's, there's something not right here. And then he puts the shot here, and of course Vince calls for the bell immediately. This is just one year removed from Montreal and the rape in it. And, and this is why the finish works well, because it's like, it's one year removed at the same event. You know, it's not overdone at this point. It actually is the first time it really played on the Montreal finish at this point in time, so it's a great finish. The Rock was getting very, very popular at this time, like Matt, honestly, like Matt and Steve Austin popular at this point, so, you know, so to turn him back heel, and it was logical for The Rock to turn back heel, because these people hated The Rock for months on end, for, for like two years straight, in fact. You can go out So then the fact that he was like, oh yeah, I'll be I'll be the people's champ for a couple of months. Actually, no, I won't. There you go. And it, it was great to see though for the rock. Yeah, a phenomenal talent. And two years after he made his first debut, he gets his he gets his crowning moment. And it was great. And it was a fantastic moment. When, when the rock did win, win the title here, and, uh, and the, the, the storyline, the whole build up to this was fantastic. It was brilliant television in the build up. It was just fantastic. It was what pro wrestling should be. It should be making you want to see what happens next. And even as well, when, when the rock won here and Iron Vince got on the mic, he's like, well, I'll tell you, I'll elaborate more on this tomorrow night. It's like, all right, it gives you a reason to want to watch tomorrow night show. Whereas, with this day's day and age, in this build up to survivors, it's just like there's, there's nothing to make you care. 
it's just it's just another wrestling show. It's just another bunch of people wrestling. That's the problem. But this show, I know, I know the biggest problem and then the biggest complaint would be with today's generation of wrestling fans would be, oh, if the matches aren't long enough. It's it's not wrestling. It's not. And uh, the storylines were fantastic. This is this is a brilliant movie. This is not just one of the best of our Survivor Series pay-per-views. This is one of the best pay-per-views in general of all time. This is a fantastic show. This is thoroughly entertaining. This is what pro- what would make pro wrestling incredibly popular. Drama, storytelling, excitement. Not 20 minute matches with a bunch of flips and kicks. This was a fantastic show. Just a fantastic show from pop to bottom. So easy to watch. And it was and it made you and it was one of those things. It made you want to watch the next night show to see what happens next. So well done. I lost a heart because of the professional wrestling business sadly. But there you go, but at least we've got nights and moments like this, so fantastic show. Absolutely love Survivor Series 1998 in the game. So there you go. There uh, you have it. So uh, anyway, thanks very much for listening. I'll be reviewing uh, Survivor Series 1999 coming up shortly. So there you have it. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.